0: tricks me almost every day. She, she sometimes
1: she's nice, sometimes she's um, she's mad. And, out of just out of nowhere? Yeah yes, it literally comes
0: out of nowhere. And then she comes over to me and she says she she like says she hates me. shes stuff like that. <laughs> and then she comes back and she's happy
1: again. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with her.
2: Is he talking about his girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, that so, never goes away, Bo. So I
1: picked him up from school yesterday, and he just starts going off about how like he doesn't understand why his girlfriend fluctuates with her mood all day long.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so you I'm tell like, him, this is dope. Un- Uncle Rob hasn't been on a date in
2: two years, and now he that's understands. Why. Yeah, he knows what's going on. Man. that's one of those things. No matter how much schooling you get, Bo, you'll never get the answer to.
1: Well, that's what I told him. Basically, I said, don't try and figure it out. Just go with it.
2: Do you even know the answer, Jamie?
1: Uh, well, I mean, later in life, we can blame it on hormones and shit, but like, no, I think that's just who we are. We're emotional and we like to fly with the emotions. Do kids have hormones
2: or is it just super low levels?
1: Yeah. Or
0: maybe her mom has hormones and she's just mocking what she sees like, oh, I'm supposed to be, I don't know.
1: Possible. I don't know. I just thought it was so cute that he is dealing with this and it's stressing him out.
0: So speaking, speaking of audio clips, Jamie, we got yeah. a
2: special. Read, read that,
1: okay. PJ pants from Dan, Rob, Jamie, and Kareem. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That doesn't matter anymore. I'm first, over it.
1: First time, long time. I'm a huge fan of the show and have been listening for years, 2019 to 2020. You feel me? L-M-F-A-O. Pajama Pants has brought me so much entertainment, I really wanted to give something back in return. I don't know if y'all were looking for a theme song, but check this out. I'm a classically trained vocalist from Juilliard and went on to become a first chair percussionist with the Philadelphia Orchestra. After spending too much time in the clubs after work, I was inspired to become a DJ and have now been working some of the hottest clubs around for over 10 years. To show my appreciation for my PJ's crew, I did what I do best. I sampled one of the finest beats of all... Oh my God, don't tell me it's my song. Laid down some <laughs> vocals and came up with a theme song for your podcast that I think y'all will really get down with. I hope you like it. Much love. DJ Danny one, Dan. One, two,
0: three. Rob Carson, Jamie are the shit Rob stands to wipe his
1: prune. <laughs>
0: Whenever they go out, their fans will scream and shout, Would you look at those pajama pants. La la la
1: la 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 <laughs> Pajama pants. Damn.
2: Damn, that's good.
1: Wow. <laughs> you, you know, he really threw me with his his like self-introduction. <laughs> you no,
2: know, I was of what I was, I was, I was
1: expecting. Casim
2: yeah. knew. Casim knew it was going knew, on. Yeah, you the Juilliard talk, cause nobody goes to Juilliard. And then the uh, orchestra, and then becomes a DJ unless something goes very wrong. <laughs> I bought.
1: You the should whole be a thing. private investigator, man. <laughs> no, you really no, no. pick no. up I sniffed, on sniffed it
2: out. Me and my schnoz just I'm sniffed that one clearly, easily
1: but catfishable. Jamie's gonna
0: forget what the song was, and tonight she's gonna go home and tell her husband like. This guy yeah. wrote into our show today from Juilliard and a DJ.
2: DJ Danny Dan. <laughs> DJ Yeah, what was his name? Kareem. Was he banging on a, a Kareem bucket?
1: was on to you, DJ? DJ Danny, Danny Dan. Dan.
0: Yeah, I think that was like you know when you when you go to like um a barbecue restaurant and they serve you the beers and like the tin bucket yeah. and he just flipped that over when he was done and
1: Respect. Yeah, sometimes thanks it's the same thing, Thanks, Dan. DJ Dan. Takes time to do shit like that. And
2: if you're in the Philadelphia area, you need somebody to DJ your wedding or birthday quinceanera, make sure to hit up DJ Dan. Clearly. He's he's Juilliard trained. So how about we start a show?
1: Let's do it. We
2: should start the show. Welcome to the show. Um, a few things uh, I wanted to bring up. Oh. oh. I'm just so fucking <laughs> Put horny. Put
1: that book away, Rob.
2: I'm so fucking horny, you guys. I know I wrote ready. here with you. I'm ready to bust. Let me just
1: say the him walked in, <laughs> didn't say a word to me, just kept like winking at me. And like And especially like around gigantic? right the
0: Harvey Weinstein trials going on, he just doesn't give a fuck. Oh,
2: yeah, man. I come in here and I just start giving it. I I'm just filled filled with all this sexuality and it's spilling all over the desk, all over your shirt. Who would this you be throwing
1: it change Who would you like, be
0: throwing it at if Jamie wasn't here? What do you do? You. Bryce? I don't know. One of these. Okay, Jamie. F any, Ma- anything with a heartbeat. Jamie, F Mary kill right now.
2: Oh. Casim, Bryce, and George. Choose wisely. The decision you make now can ruin I hate this any game. one of us. Yeah.
1: I hate this game. By the way,
2: transition.
0: That's that's a note I have right here, just so you know. F. And I just fucking, ooh, seamless.
2: Yeah, it's good to oh. and, and also call it out every time you do a transition. I did. That was my first. That was my first
0: transition <laughs> of yeah. all time. Yeah, no, and I needed to it let the actually, fans
1: like really mean.
2: I'm trying to give
0: you right. time,
2: Jamie, Okay, wait, what are the wait. options? Me, Bryce, or George? Can I?
0: Say, yes. I'm going to write down the answer because I think I know what Jamie's going to say, okay. and then and then we'll see. Write it down and I'll tell you. We'll see if I know my Yamie Lee.
2: I I would say. Can I answer for you first? No, no, no. I don't want us to influence her answer. That's why I'm doing. Just know Bryce's got very big hands and feet. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. I saw him uh, pissing a river. Sorry, George. Uh, <laughs> okay, go ahead, Jamie.
1: Okay. I'd marry...
2: I can't. Just know I, I fucking came in here feeling super sexy. Shut up. I Come know. on. Just don't influence her, her okay. shit. All right.
1: I'd marry George. Yes,
2: I knew it. What a terrible life <laughs> you'd Wow. Have. George, you were
0: dead in my scenario. You were <laughs> six up. feet on... You were the... Oh, oh my man. God. Wow. Wow. I'm about to
2: either be fucked or killed. You just
0: don't know. Oh, my God. I am going to be so... (laughs) Let the emails flow if we're killing my boy Cass. Let the emails flow. Jamie, this is your moment. Take the stage.
1: I just can't because I love Lindsay. I can't do it. He's leaving.
2: This
0: is our first walk-off. Oh, my God. Jamie.
2: Dude. He he was great. Yeah, we just had Dr. Drew on, so we're we're gonna do a debrief because it was he had something for everyone. He so did. when when
0: Chasm stormed out, he actually went to go get Dr. Drew. And now uh, we did that and we decided just to stay here we're and we're getting do another, out of that Mary
1: Fuck Kill conversation. Yeah,
0: we decided to do another podcast just Yeah, right wait, back wait, to wait back. a second.
1: What what was the end result? Of? Straight, You're dead, pal. First of all, it was very hard for me. Second of all, <laughs> it's all because of Lindsay.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's such a lie! You can't do F Mary kills like that. It's all well, about. She, she
2: understands. It's more just like
1: By I want to know I'm sexy. What did you sexy. think I was gonna do?
0: Oh my God, George is
1: dead. <laughs> George, George who is. is I, who was yeah. I marrying? Dead. Yeah. Uh, you
0: were what? marrying Castle. Oh, she's gonna marry Bryce. Fucking,
2: Bryce. Bryce fucking would the make shit out, out of Bryce. Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> would
1: yeah. you make a good husband, Bryce? Excellent. What, Absolutely. You, I, you walk way, all
2: over the guy. I think the two of them would enough to protect you.
1: You're a provider.
0: I think it's the two true. of them would make a better husband than Cassim because they're so sweet and everything. But I just think, <laughs> okay, listen, Cassim's lo- We put. I posted a video of, of you driving and your your rage, your road rage. You're just a fucking you know. You're a mad. I don't know man. why.
2: I, d- I don't know why I come here just to be abused. You I walk- drive you here to be abused. You walked off the show. Doctor Drew is the because- one telling you you need to seek help. I know
0: because he doesn't you got really-
2: trust issues. No wonder you can't trust a woman. Because I'm honest. You've been d- stabbed in the back.
0: Listen, multiple let, times. let me say something. People, our last two podcasts. Oh, this podcasts, is his coffee,
2: by the way. I'm going to put the rest of his coffee in my coffee. Two
0: podcasts ago, we had a podcast called Team Casim, And I just want to let people know.
2: That wasn't my idea, by I the way. I want to let
0: people know. You know who's Team Kasim? This guy. I'm fucking Team Casim. Oh, yeah? Let me tell you. Prove it. Let me tell you Make a, a shirt. few things. One, when I was moving out to, uh, I decided to move to California. I said, uh, the only reason I'm moving here is to start a podcast. And I wanted to do it with Jamie and Casim. You could pick two people in the entire world to start a podcast with, I wanted to do it with you more than anybody. Well,
2: no, I appreciate. So I appreciate that. Yeah, And the other thing is, I still think I'm totally fuckable though. Since,
0: I- since our last podcast, we've gone to comedy shows together, we went to dinner together, and let me yeah. tell you something, at our dinner together, you know what we did? We did business. You know, businesses, business is when he orders one thing, I order another. And you we split it. Wow. If you think, I'm doing business with somebody I don't love. Mm-hmm. You think I'm eating off of somebody's plate and he's eating off of mine.
2: No, but I know you, so I was very careful you about You guys are fucking choosing. crazy.
0: No, but I made the decision. Listen, babe, I just want to... I wanna...
1: that was Dr. Drew walking back in. Babe. Yeah, because he's like, like, I just can't get... You guys are
0: a mess. <laughs> I can't leave consciously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My, I, I took an oath as a doctor.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 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 you need help right now. Yeah. He pulls a gurney out, puts you on it. No, <laughs> uh, I just... Because like, uh,
0: no, people have been saying to me like, oh, you and Casim seem like you guys get into it on the pod and then we talk about it on the way home. Like, do we really? And you said... That you feel like our nerve endings are just so damaged that we don't even notice that we're bickering or going back and forth. No, I don't you're see just it as bickering.
1: So, we bust each other's balls. relationships so yeah. much that you're able to act yeah. that way. I think it's a positive. I, I
2: don't. Joey said that. My girlfriend has said that. Yeah, <laughs> everyone I'm close to has. Uh, <laughs> no, they say, "Oh, why, why'd you let Rob talk to you like that?" I'm like, "What do you mean? Oh. And what see, are you talking about?"
0: That's the part that pisses me off. It's like for some reason you get the like sympathy thing. I think it's because like I yeah, have, you're
2: the one with the rage. Issues.
0: No, they're steroids my asthma medicine, so I think it makes me <laughs> a little hair-triggered, you know, yeah. it makes me a little crazy, but the fact is, three podcasts ago, we sat here, and you me-tooed the shit out of me, no one brings it up, you're like, you wanna suck my dick, you wanna bend me over and blah blah, nobody says a word, It's true. Robbie says a little, like, oh, Cassim's angry in the car, yeah, everyone's like, oh, Casim, are Joey you okay? Here? Remember when, yeah, when Joey was here, and we were talking about them kissing, and he's like, you wanna oh, see yeah. us kiss, you wanna Kasim blow me. It was
1: so down to kiss joey if, did you not see that I, if
0: i say something people jamie, are gonna get angry you
1: were so jamie ready i've kissed dudes it's, it's for comedy dude
2: i'm so straight hey, it's hilarious I'm when so your dick gets hard when you're I, kissing I a dude it doesn't matter i
1: don't it has nothing to do with like your sexuality absolutely like, I'm of course not judging it
2: i wouldn't no. kiss i wouldn't No. I, I <laughs> what was that? that, Cass? I wouldn't do that, dude. You just Probably said you've not. done it. What are you talking about? I, for jokes,
1: you, you know? didn't want to kiss you Dr. Drew? D- I want to rewind Dr. we, is we different. taped that one, right? I want to yeah. rewind because when you, we were like, money, Cassim, you did this thing where you were like, <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh. I turned your body. No. Jamie. Yes. I just so looked at you. A, we need. I just rewind. looked at you
1: in a sexual
2: <laughs> way for the first time ever, Jamie. I'm uh. I'm dead.
1: Well, I'm. That's because I'm acting. I got
2: to uh. <clears throat> <clears throat> so you're saying when the when the idea of me kissing another man who was sitting right beside me came you up, turned I turned body. my and presented yes. my body like.
1: You assumed a position. I don't believe it. Ready unwilling.
0: What are you I trying to say, it. Jamie? Is this is this why you'd kill him cuz you know uh, you know, no, maybe No, I
1: just it's just an observation that I have about him. Well, so
0: Cassum wants to kiss guys and you want to kill him? Yeah, what is up, Jamie? Jesus, James. Is that you, all
1: the anger
2: you talked Drew, about? Dr. With Dr. Drew, Drew is right.
0: You are a fucking angry, lady. Come on, George, come in. What do you gotta fix something? You gotta you gotta Putting you gotta DM. chime in over there. What do you gotta say? Is that your indie France? Oh look, ever since she said he's never come on. Now she says she'll marry him okay. and he's fucking prancing over here and right next to Jamie. What a scumbag.
2: George will Whoa. never miss an opportunity. He sees a Whoa. wounded deer and he will pounce on it.
0: That's crazy. He never no. did anything like that before. And all of, oh we gotta move the whoa George can we you want to do it again Jane? No. F Mary kill are you sure no it's with. fine let's Forget. not
2: put her through it but Stand I could answer that
0: let's it. say let's say I did an F Mary kill and I killed Casim's girlfriend she's dead now you redo your F Mary kill with Casim's girlfriend dead
1: how's that I'm keeping it the same
0: after the funeral Damn it. wow I I would what's have, yours I can't believe that jamie i thought for, i would have bet i'm a betting man i would have bet a lot of money that jamie was marrying you and that's a, that's because I'm, I'm team cast i'm
2: gonna be a great husband and i, I know, know you will and be. i know that for a fucking fact jamie you're and also so, my and,
1: husband's brother's roommate oh it's stop we all
2: understand yeah we understand stop no one's fu- no let one's me fucking, live my
1: life yeah you're
2: allowed to what'd you guys think of the dr drew episode i I thought that was fucking awesome. Amazing. It definitely got you know many, deep.
1: I mean, I, I should have expected it to, I've
2: been listening to the guy since I was a so smart. Boner popping 16 year old and just and that's every, when the boners were for chicks back then. Back then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah before they evolved. And uh <laughs> it's so, so nice. So nice to to see the guy in person, just handsome as the day is long, Here you we know. Go. Just jacked, just jacked out of his mind, but so smart and just so able to like you know, tune in to what's going on with each of us.
1: Yeah. The way he said he can, like, yeah. look at somebody and just, like, literally connect physically Crazy. with them yeah. bananas. Yes. Which is what you were trying to do with Joey.
2: Yeah, when I opened said, up. Yes. You were this the is, dog- is wow. Dr. Drew. Damn. Is this Dr. Drew Assume talking to you Dr. or me kissing yes. Joey? Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, it was great. He I was mean, listening with his whole body
1: whole to body. Joey's
2: maybe kissing him. Do yeah. you guys so disagree or agree with anything that he said? Do you have any points? I at-
1: disagree with the depression with MS because I feel like most people with MS have depression.
2: Oh, you, okay. So he said that most people- They don't have that say de people, They have the de, <laughs> de la France. Yeah. yeah. De, well, the, de people, France?
1: the people that I've met that are, f- that are worse off in the sense of like that have trouble speaking or wor- walk- really like they can't ever walk you know you know when I get my bearings I can walk a little bit better like uh those people they are they're I think maybe because I can fix it sometimes and not that's why it's harder for me I don't know but that is true but the depression part I maybe disagree with a little bit because um, I was told when I was diagnosed that that was a side effect depression Mm -hmm. mm-hmm
2: See as
0: as an addict or as just like a short Irish guy from New York like whatever it is about me I whenever I hear somebody kind of like pushing me out of my comfort zone or going against what I yeah. believe to be true or this my instant reaction is to like push back or like wanna fight it I and know. this and I've learned through meditation and and reading over the last you know 7 years how I am and it's great through meditation cuz you realize when you're doing that shit and like right as he said like you're doing something that I disagree with. My body was like, you, you know, I just want it to be like Irish. Tr- nope. Like, no, no. And instead, I'm training myself now to more like turn this and open up and be like, it's yeah. okay, Rob. He's probably right. He's And it takes – certain things take longer than yeah. others. And sometimes you have to walk away for an hour. Sometimes it's a week later it hits you. But I trust him a lot. So as he yeah. was saying shit, my – and it, like you have to fight that thing of like – this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. And then it's like, no, you don't know what the fuck you're t- He's just giving his, you know. Isn't
1: it interesting too, though, when you like brought up stories that not are insignificant, but you didn't think would be still affecting you possibly today, like with past relationships and relationships with women. Like, do you feel at all like, oh, maybe that is a little bit. Oh, well, that that's the reason I brought totally them up. On- so w- are you willing to maybe work through that with like therapy? Or- well, I
0: think that's what I've I've been doing You know, for years and figuring things out on your own and oh, you know, for sure. But I do I I read a lot and I think a lot of like um, a lot of the reason why I stopped with the sex having sex was to do that was to was to make it important to me again and make it like, wow, if a woman is having sex with me, it's like a it's a it's a big deal.
1: It's important to you again, but you have to heal your relationship with it. Because like you said, you had it and you're like, eh, it hasn't changed. Like, yeah,
0: well, because I didn't do any work. I was just like, I'm not going to have sex for three three which months. Which is
1: work. I mean, that's work. Yeah, Give yourself yeah. credit. That's yeah. hard. But Although, I just didn't I try know. like for me, looking into it. Like,
0: like, I didn't look into it and figure it out. But the reason why I brought up these things to Drew is from doing work. Right. And, right, and right. like, you know, uh, two years ago, because I was meditating all the time and I was constantly thinking about the girl who slept that's- with my...
1: Oh, I thought you were saying the other girl.
0: No, no, no. The girl who slept with my uh, friend. my friend, and I and I ended up. I, I hadn't spoken to her in ten years, and I ended up reaching out to her. And I was like, "Hey, I just want like I've I've done a lot of work on trying yeah. to get better and trying to fix these things." And I spoke to her, and it was like such a great thing for me because now I like it's just a thing. I'm over. I get. It. I still have issues with him, and you know, like I I do disagree with what Doctor Drew said of like why I chose that person. Like choosing her, I think he's right, but choosing that person, like. We hung out every day for five years, yeah, yeah. and he never did another fucked up thing to me. I trusted him with my life. Like, he was very—and then this happened, which, you know, I mean, go back in time. Shit with fucking girls and guys and how all this stuff happens. It's like, whatever. But I, I don't have—obviously, uh, it sounds contradictory, but I don't have untrustworthy people in my life and people who treat me like shit. I'm not like that at all.
1: Your circle is small.
0: Yeah, so it's like uh, you know, it's just. Yeah, I, I think
1: I, he
2: was saying that you could expand your circle by, <laughs> you know, letting go of the reins a little bit on your trust and and yeah, and maybe how you feel around it. Which, what? How do you think, think you we got all, in? How do you think you got in the circle? I got in very carefully. I had to jump through <laughs> hoops to, to become your little friend.
1: Mission Impossible, like yeah, out I had of to fucking lasers. rappel down.
2: And I trust,
0: yeah. I trust Cass a, a lot. And I met him five years ago, and I lived in another fucking the other side of the country for yeah. four of those years i've
2: never crossed you but i've also you know sat there while you've talked about people who've crossed you yeah. and how that you've just cut them out of your life yeah and so i was like yeah i mean this guy takes loyal loyalty is a one of your big yeah. needs you know yeah. you, you you know we all have a list of needs and, and one of your your number one could be just loyalty and i understand that as your friend so i you know but if you, were, if you wanted to, you could expand that circle and, and, you know, being able to be let down by people and not letting it ruin you or create a resentment that you harbor for a long time, I think is an important part um, and it's something I think I struggle with too. You know, I, th- I think for a long time, it used to be like, you cross me once and like, that's it. I don't need to ever put myself... You know, I see myself as a gift and I'm not going to gift you with my presence in your life if you ever disrespect that, you know. But back see, back.
0: I think you hear my stories and you only hear that stuff because I don't talk about all the people who have fucked me over who I do let back in. You know, there's people in my life. Yeah, I oh, haven't heard those stories. I was talking with my uh, my uncle the other day, you know, of like when I was uh, 10 years old, I would come home. And I would go to fucking play video games and my video games would be gone. I'd be like, what? And at the time, my uncle was dealing with drugs and all that stuff. And he would steal them to sell them for drugs. So when I was, like, 11 years old, I got a lock on my door with a key. So I was 11 years old, like, and my friends would come over for a play date. And I'd be like, hold on, let me grab my keys and, like, open my door. And everybody was like, what the... But to me, it was normal. So what I'm saying is... There's a lot of people who have done a lot of things in my life where there's a lot of people I wouldn't talk to. But I do forgive it and that. But there's, you know, five or six or seven people in my life who have crossed me where I go, I'm never going. That's it. It's over. It's probably
2: better for a lot of those people.
0: Yeah. Because it's just so – it's so. It's something where I I could never look at them the same. I can't – I don't believe – the things that those people did to me, I don't believe anyone would ever do to uh, a friend or someone they loved. And it was – I yeah, don't know if I just... could
2: get over somebody stealing my games. In 1995, my most prized possession was a Sega Genesis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, listen, it was it, was, it, was, it was
0: fucking tough, dude. And number was two tough. was
2: my Game Boy. You know, like, there, I, I have a weird sort of thing around electronics. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I have, like, attachment. I remember I had a pager when I was in, like, seventh grade. Mountain Dew had this... Promotion where if you were to send in 10 Mountain Dew UPC barcodes and 40 bucks, they'd send you a pager. And I, and my parents didn't want me having a pager, so I kept this Mountain Dew pager in my sock drawer. And twi- <laughs> twice a day, Mountain Dew would page you <laughs> with like promotions and things like that. And I had no, I had no one paging. It would me. just say, "Do the do. None of my friends knew how to use a pager. Yeah, it would just send you like a phone number. You'd call it and be like, "Extreme," you know. And <laughs> yeah. it, but I, I just, I was just, like, I, I was fascinated by it. I was like, oh, I just loved it. And my parents found it and they, they got rid of it because they thought I was. It was, they thought pagers, and equal that's why drugs. you're an alcoholic, yeah. And they took it from me, and I was depressed about it for like nine months. <laughs> I couldn't. I I was so upset that well, they I took. Well,
1: I think it's just more they took something that made you happy that uh, like didn't cause And so they
2: ended up getting me a pager after I like wouldn't stop talking about it. And they said, okay, well, we'll get you one, but, you know, we use it to get a hold of you. And, and when we te- you know, when we paid you, you have to call us within 20 minutes or something like that. Always keep dimes in your pocket to, to use the payphone. These are things a lot of kids will never, no. ever know. But we had to keep changing. I mean, you're old. You. even. I mean, even I had to use yeah. quarters. Holy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shit, dimes? Yeah, yeah 20 insane. cents a call. 20 cents a call in Newbury Park in the 90s. Oh. Wow. And, but I just New York City to say, was 25. Yeah, New York City was 25. I... I just want to say about
0: my uncle is like now he's I love him so much and he's one of the closest people yeah. to me and I trust yeah. him so much. People
2: so can screw up and, yeah. and especially with drugs you know as you know that you're just a different person when for you're, sure. when you're Rob under never
1: was to me though.
2: Yeah I think Maybe I was he presented a certain side of
0: himself. I was too. more so the guy who just didn't show up than the guy who showed up and acted like an asshole.
1: You always showed up for me.
0: Yeah but there was but you know I, I, if you needed me to show up somewhere I would have you know like there was like I mean, I feel horrible saying it, but, like, I remember my sister, when my sister was, like, baptized. I remember, like, my bell fucking going off, and then, and I remember, like, waking up, and they were like, yeah, you missed the fucking church, like, mm. you were, and I was just like, huh? Like, mm. you know, just, uh, and, like, there was a lot of shit like that in my life, or, because I wasn't the guy who needed to drink every single day. I didn't wake up and drink, so I wouldn't just show up places drunk and a mess, but... If I was in a fucking b- bender, bender, I-, I just wouldn't show up. I would just yeah. be like, okay, I'm just gonna yeah. turn my phone off. Or and it was before like smartphones, anything. So it was like phones were fucking dying all the time. You yeah. know, you just yeah. be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't know, or I forgot, or I had nowhere to write anything
2: down in my yeah. life. Not having your phone on you was like very common because oh, not yeah. everyone had it was a more phone. To, like
1: call out than like receive calls. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. totally. I, you know, it, it was uh, there. Was, it's so weird to think now, but there was just a time when we were younger where you just couldn't get a hold of somebody instantly.
1: I remember when my mom had a cell phone, and she would only turn it on when she was wanted to call someone. And I remember being like, "Leave it on, so someone yeah. can call you." Like what? And it was like that big gray one with yeah. the little flip thing and the, uh-huh. the yeah. antenna. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and car phones oh, before have that. you to
1: call back to your answering machine and, like, listen to the messages yeah. at home. Mm-hmm. you have
0: to time it right and, like, push your code in. on yes. the, the Yeah, the brick phones, they call those, right?
1: Yes. Rotaries?
0: That's, oh, those that's those, like the tick, tick, right? tick, tick, tick. Yeah. yeah Should I read
1: some emails? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's, let's read go some for emails. Okay. Just found the podcast, love The Sopranos, and have missed Kasim from his channel for years now. I recall Kasim stating that he was an enormous Gandolfini fan. I don't know if you guys have discussed that already, but any cool stories about him to enable Kasim to relay more admiration would be cool. Great pod, and hope you keep uploading to YouTube. Uh, yeah, I'm a,
2: I'm a, I'm a big Gandolf. I've never seen him turn in a bad performance, you know. but I, I don't think I've seen his entire library, but I remember seeing enough said with mm-hmm. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, and, and that was right after he passed. Uh, right? Yeah. It, it, uh, and I just thought, because it, it released after. Did it? Didn't I it? Wasn't sure. I not I'm not sure. But I was just like, this guy's able to turn in such a nuanced performance that's so different than uh, Tony Soprano and what we think of Tony Soprano. And, and he's, just, he's just such a pro. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've heard you guys tell me a few stories about him. I remember you said, you know, at one point you came to him about or he just asked you if you were having a bad day is when you were going through it. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, I don't know. Are there any stories that you guys have that you haven't mentioned that you remember fondly? I think of? You
1: know, sometimes when it's somebody like that, there's like you want to share because he was so loved and I get that. But then there's other things I feel like you keep.
2: Yeah. For yourself. You. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. So
1: not to not acknowledge um, Christian's oh. email but
2: we should have asked Dr. Drew about uh, how you feel about James passing cuz mm. it seems to it seems to be a thing we should have fucking asked him he was right? I mean He's yeah he would have said
0: it's probably sad to watch someone you loved 80 videos of them who now has passed away I know you're right what <laughs> I mean it's not like the, it's no, not like it we need been... to want to really unravel <laughs> this no
2: I know but it's just you know he would have he would offered some insight he would offered some Yeah great you're right insight. Different. I think I think in general, um, you know, I, I I think it's you can have memories of him that you want to just keep to yourself, yeah. and and everyone I think knows that he's like a wonderful giving performer and a friend. It sounded yeah. like he was a big part of your lives outside of the show, yeah. Too. So I I
0: also sometimes
2: I forget what I've
0: said on this podcast and what I haven't, so I'm like I don't want to repeat right. a no, story, totally, I, totally. but I remember like. The, the one that I always share about him is, and I think I've shared this already, but now we're on video. And uh, he, my manager, I forget if it was after he passed or whatever, but my manager told me that uh, he used to call my manager and ask him, like, how much money am I spending on rent? Like, am I, am I okay with er- how my, my group of friends? Like, is, is everything, am I good? And he would check up on me on set and talk to me and we would hang out outside and everything, but he would still go that extra step to call my manager and he would tell my manager don't tell Robert that I call you so it's like you just see all this like Hollywood bullshit on Twitter of I love my this person so much and they haven't seen it and like he would go and do things yeah he would do things like that behind the scenes that I didn't even know about and he would go and just make sure that you and for someone to do that is just like yeah it's ridiculous you know and and Jamie has talked about you know things that she would be insecure about he would instantly know like how to how to make you not feel that way and how to make you feel better and and, and just uh yeah. he's one of the best. Yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. And it's weird because when we went to the 20th anniversary, it's like people said it felt weird that he wasn't there. And obviously it does, but there's also a part of me that just looks around and I'm like, man, he would have hated this. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you're like, he would hate this you're fucking so right. red carpet and this thing and blah blah blah. And then there's like other and then there's just like there's just some people there who you know who are like, "Man, I wish Jim was here, and I was like he would he'd be miserable here, right. you know he would be like waiting until this was over so we could all go out to dinner and and not be here, you know yeah,
1: yeah.
2: that's fun,
1: well. yeah. Moving on. What else you got? To decolletage mm-hmm. from Jonathan. Hi there. Just want to say I'm really enjoying the podcast. Uh, I'm on episode 10. You all are so passionate the way you talk about your life experience. Most of all, y'all are ex- hysterical. I feel like I'm in your cool little friend circle. Jamie, you are so sweet, and I'm surprised how much you keep it real with relationship topics. Thanks. Rob, please continue to call Casim's girlfriend, mutation. I pissed myself laughing. Anyways, I recently found Casim on Instagram, and that's how I found out about the podcast. I used to watch his videos all the time where he stopped people in California and I used to drool because he's so handsome and fine.
2: Oh. Uh, Wait, this huh? is
1: from Jonathan. Glad to hear That's that. That's why he's still excited. Lovey, witty, Doesn't sense matter of humor. to me. I appreciate it. So my question is for Cassim. Since you are one of the YouTube grandfathers from the early days, do you think creating videos for YouTube is still worth it? Recently, a lot of content creators share their frustration with the algorithms they place since it's pressuring them to upload every day. Thanks for sharing some of your personal struggles of the content creation you went through. I was wondering for years why you disappeared from YouTube. I hope you continue one day. P.S. I was listening to your podcast the other night in my car and just as I'm dying laughter because of the word decolletage, I almost hit a deer. I'm fine, but I felt I needed to write in after that happened so you all could get a good laughing from Jeez. the shy guy. You
2: got to be careful. I watched a video where a deer just, <clears throat> they're coming out of the woods at like what seems like 60 miles an hour and just <laughs> get crushed by this car. It was, uh, that and moose are much bigger than you think they are. To answer your question, it's Jonathan. Meese. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, look, that was really nice. Thanks for sending uh, the email and saying all the nice things. I think I've addressed the whole YouTube thing and the frustrations yeah. around it, like a uh, you know a couple times before essentially i stopped making videos because it like it was hard for me to consider like a week like putting up videos every day or every week and and keeping some sort of like level of quality and keeping like my happiness i couldn't balance all those things um i Don't know if YouTube is still the same, Um, but luckily for people that do want to make videos, you can go to YouTube, you can go to Twitch, you can go to Instagram, there's like Patreon, there's a lot of different ways to make money. It's not the same as it was back then. We were very fortunate to, you know, when we were making videos at that time, but I, you know, I'm trying to get, I want to do, I have a whole series that I want to do. I just don't know like where to put it.
1: You'll get inspired and you'll know.
2: I have, I, I think I have the inspiration. I just don't want to talk about it yet until like, I just want to drop the episodes. Cause I, I, I don't like when people go, hey man, uh, I got a big, big thing right, coming right, up, right. a big project.
1: You want to just drop the bomb. I just
2: want, I, I've always done that. Whether it be like my, uh, you know, the, the ghost videos or whatever, just, I like the idea of just dropping like an hour long video out of nowhere. And it totally hurts the amount of views I get and stuff like that. But to me, it's like, why hype something? Just put it out there. Yeah.
0: there are some cast, fans just jerking off at home. Oh, right dude! Right? Oh, while you're so while you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna put it out. They're just all oh, they're just refreshing, refreshing. We're waiting for that fucking.
2: There's a few of them still out there, uh, for sure. I've got a diehard 100 people that are that are there for number. me waiting it's way it's more good. than i got buddy thanks for the email buddy
1: this is from alex hey y'all i'm a huge sopranos fan that got turned on to pajama pants after listening to rob on potabang enjoying it so far it's a nice odd little mix of funny and inspiring jamie i noticed that you're part of the new tim and eric show coming out in adult swim holy shit i'm a massive fan and actually work for absolutely for a little while truly a dream to see my sopranos Tne worlds colliding. Can you tell us anything about the show? How did you enjoy working in their bizarre little world? Thanks, and keep up the great work. Yeah,
2: can you talk about this now? I can talk about it. Out.
1: So I am in a little sitcom that's going to be on Adult Swim coming out. I have no idea when. Soon, in a couple months, with Tim and Eric called Beef House. I play Eric's wife, Megan. And that's really all I can say. It's just all of us living in a house together. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure you can just draw your own conclusions. But it was so much fun. The most bizarre thing I've ever been a part of. (laughs) I would many days have no idea what was happening, which was so fun. And they're also like the nicest humans ever.
2: Yeah, just from a a comedy perspective, I have never been let down or... felt uninterested by anything they've ever done wow
1: that's they've
2: they've always turned in something like completely like unexpected but yet funny and they're you know they're they're, they're pioneers they're super smart um and and if
0: Casim came in here today winking at you so if that's still the most bizarre thing you've ever worked on they must be (laughs) they must be out there
1: 100 Yeah.
2: You know, some when I wink at some people, they get aroused, okay? So if it didn't work today, that's fine. I'm just letting us you know, people like Jonathan well, out the, there. the emails
0: are just flooding in now. Yeah, yeah. Hey. People who get aroused when cast <laughs> some winks at them. Hey, how you, and by the way, Jamie, What's just up? to get it right, it's mutation.
1: Mutation.
0: Hey, girl, yeah, you can't just say mutation.
2: I can't wait to see the uh, show. Do you have a date?
1: Nope. March. I don't know. Carson, I'll find out.
0: Would you, would you, speaking of mutation, would you record her yelling at you for the podcast one time? Aye, aye, aye. How great would it be if we had audio of aye, you? Aye, aye, and aye, I know aye. like, you know, you could, you, you, now if you start recording, you could egg her on a little if that's the.
2: You know, oh, it'd be so good. Sh- I got to be very careful with what I say here. Sometimes if we're in an argument, I, I, I used to, I haven't done this in a while, but I would turn on the voice recorder.
0: And yeah, like,
2: that's what I'm saying. And I'd be like, I'm recording, you now," And then she would just go zip. Do you have any? Shut down. Do you have any old clips of? <laughs> I probably do.
0: Is it egg her do. on? Is that right?
2: Is that the right saying? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds weird.
1: That's right, uh, so it's sometimes when you think too hard about words, yeah, do you know, what I, mean? uh, you know, I think for that
2: to happen, she'd have to come on the show and be able to defend herself. Bring her
1: on, well, for time. sure, you, you have to bring her on. But it. I if think if we
2: stay together, I can drop this bitch in any moment, yeah, because you know, <laughs> you know, we're staying. <laughs> Did anyone buy
1: that? No, <laughs> yeah.
0: you know, we're staying together, so uh, hence why I'm Lindsay. killing
1: Cass Oh, come on, Lay. that was a joke,
2: everyone could Oof. see it.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it's a so guy who loves there. his girlfriend. To the Pajama Pants Crew, this email comes right after listening to the most recent pod, which happened Transition. to make my whole day. I've been a fan of Casim since the very early days. Oh yeah yes! dude. Yeah, you all I do is all said. I do is celebrate
2: your successes,
0: and you. muck. I
1: love you. I just didn't like that.
0: You should see who this guy is when the cameras are off.
1: The first California on Comic Con was my introduction. So about ten years ago, up until he blew up and decided to be in Transformers.
2: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that actually right.
1: didn't have anything to do with me not watching the more of fourth
2: him. one. I'm pretty fucker. sure he just
1: stopped making videos. This is until he posted about starting a new podcast with who. Oh, crap. The kids from The Sopranos. I love that show. So I immediately subscribed and tuned in and grew to like Rob and Jamie as much as the weird man himself. Every episode has been a treat to Mondays. I even started sending clips of the conversations to my girlfriend, a graphic designer. She loved them, too, and decided she had to listen as well. Lo and behold, y'all needed a logo, and she sent in a design, and here we are. Me clicking off the podcast where you talked about using the design she made. Woo! Go, Ellie. Keep up what you're doing if you're enjoying it. I listen to way too many podcasts, and yet this one is by far my favorite for now. Now. don't mess this up. Don't be dumb. We're all counting on you. Shit. Kevin. P.S. Ellie and I have been in a long-distance relationship for almost a year now. She's in Florida. I'm in California. And this has been a great little connection for us. Thank and She's you. looking for hey, someone thanks, to
2: thanks, Kev. And I don't know if we've given... Have we shouted out Ellie on the... Yeah, yeah. we gave, okay, that's Yeah. That's what he's saying. Uh, thanks again. Our, our wonderful logo was uh, made by Ellie. Ellie and um, you can see that on our Instagram page. Yep. Um, and then also, if I can give a word of advice, because I was in a long-distance relationship for two, two, two years, two and a half, maybe. Too, too many.
1: Hey, here's what I did wrong.
2: I hated FaceTiming, and you have to FaceTime. And it's not just to jerk off in front of her and like do that. It's just like to get face-to-face connection yes, time and like yes. talk to each other.
1: And to see that they're not lying about where they are.
2: Oh, is that what you
1: used it for? Oh, I'm kidding.
2: Oh. Yeah. Tasm um, didn't care where she was. I didn't have to worry about that. Um, but, uh, yeah, long long distance. A You know, what you want to do is always have something on the books, like a trip planned or yeah. like, um, oh, we're going to see each other on. The, even if it's like two months out or something like that, you know, get something on the books. That way you have something to look forward to. Mm-hmm and uh, try and FaceTime. I think FaceTiming is more of a, a thing women like to do. I don't know, I hate to assign it to a gender, but I don't, I don't like to FaceTime. I don't
1: like to be on the phone at all. I and know, it really I, drives Cutter yeah. crazy. Like when he traveled, he traveled for work this whole week and I was totally fine texting.
2: Yeah, and yeah. he would Facetime me. Okay, well maybe I lot. maybe you know it's 50 I hate. Fa- I, he would I hate Facetime. FaceTime. And I would just
1: put it on the kids, and he'd be like, "Jamie, are you there?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm here." Yeah. I, I hate.
0: I don't mind Facetime if it's like a one minute little thing, but like trying to like operate, I hate. I hate that That's whole. I, hate I just don't look thing.
2: good from certain angles, and that happens. Which to are be most well, you end ones. up
1: looking at <laughs> yourself so much in it, which is just terrible. My favorite is when people are waiting for the person to pick up, and they're like, "Yeah,
0: yeah." yeah. Oh, it's the fucking worst. And and that's one great thing about isolating yourself is I'm like, oh, wow, I'm seeing less and less of that. And then, like, I realize I go somewhere where there's a lot of people. And I'm like, oh, people are horrible. Yeah. Like, I, I went to my friend's restaurant opening. There were two girls at the bar like this, like this. Yeah. And doing that for... Over a half hour, terrible. the terrible. whole terrible, te- and you're going. Oh, th- this can't be real. Like you're looking for the camera. I I'm went like, to an right. event
1: last night. Um, Whoa! And I know, crazy, out of character. And I literally like went in, took a picture, and walked out and got in an Uber. I'm not even kidding. I didn't even go inside the party because it you're was, like pajama pants podcast. It I'm was out. all influencers and oh, many hell influencers, yeah. and. I think it's such a hard job. I think it's so hard to like create content and think about and post. I think it's very hard to post all day, every day. I do. I I also am just very confused by this business.
2: Totally. Because I
1: took a selfie of myself yesterday with my hair long, thinking like, should I cut it or not? Because I generally didn't know. But I felt like such a douchebag after I put it up. I'm like, I'm the worst. That was so embarrassing that I just did that.
2: It's a business that rewards consistency as opposed to talent. And I'm not mm. saying influencers aren't talented. There's no. a ton of very talented and creative. people that are considered influencers, but if you were to be like, "Hey, are you an influencer?" they'd be like, "No, I'm like a I make I do video game content," All right?" But there are a lot of people, I think Instagram is a home to most of them, that are um no, they very, say they're influencers. Yeah, they and they're they're very good at uh uploading certain things that, you know, I don't know what it is, but, you know, let's just say if you're, uh, you know, a model, then you're going to be taking a lot of photos of yourself. And it's like, you're going to upload those at certain times. You're going to um, integrate brands. and I mean, it's, it is a full-time gig, but it rewards, and it's hard. You got to work hard, but it rewards consistency. And the talent is in the work ethic and yes. in, in the, yes. you know... Um,
1: I'm not trying to shit on it. It just no, and it's hard me.
2: it's it's so hard because there are it's hard to not sound like you're shitting on it, but there's also a ton of people that, you know, just you're like, I don't know why you have two hundred thousand followers, right. or like a million followers, I'm just I just and then you look at their feed and it's just pictures of their ass and a G string and you're like, Oh, I get that. That doesn't necessarily take talent, that just takes an ass that you either bought or were, uh, also, people with.
1: buy followers and likes and comments, oh, which is so bizarre. Which means. is something
2: I, I, I've, and it's very easy to tell when think, they do. How that? do you think we got how a thousand? How do you tell? You tell because can they'll have they'll have a, they'll have a ton. Have a they'll have a ton of followers, but their likes on their photos are, are low. super low. But then
1: you can buy likes and comments. Now I hear.
2: Well, okay, I'm sure you can. This
1: was like the chitter chatter. But at the event. but
2: you got to buy those, and they're not going to buy them on every. One,
1: Picture. maybe, oh. maybe they
2: do, but I don't, maybe there's some sort of cool package deal, but um, <laughs> maybe there's some really
0: cool package deals.
2: I could help out with that. Um, you know what is
0: crazy too, is like you see people who will like take a selfie or they'll like do something dumb for a selfie and then like people walking by or standing there like look exactly, at them and exactly. then they like, they're ashamed. So it's like. So you were willing to look like an idiot in real life. For a good picture. And you knew you were looking like an idiot in real life. To, to I, I think I spoke about this before, but th- this book I was reading, it said, the, the person you are when you're home, when you're inside, when you're alone or with whoever that you're genuine person and then the person you are when you're outside that you pretend to be whatever the 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 further the distance between those two the less respect you have for yourself mm. yeah so if you're like you know I'm I'm this super fucking nice guy outside and then at home I'm just like angry that you 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 don't I'm really respect yourself and lo- no but if, if you're except
1: I'm fucking angry but if like yeah if like yeah, you're apparently. if you're
0: like morals are different uh, not like you know or, or, or whatever but I think for me like a big reason why I I kind of got off social media I, there was a bunch but was I started to feel that way about my friends like I started to not respect my friends as much because I'd be like dude this isn't you right like why are you why are you putting this yeah and, and by the way if you're doing it to have a million followers and make a living it's you can get away with it when you have 300 followers and you're like yeah. married or something and you put on this like whole fake th- it's like, what are what are you? Well they gotta doing? start
2: somewhere. Yep. You no, know?
0: but no, I'm talking about people who aren't even trying to be famous. Yeah. You know? And, and it's just they're no, there's it's a, fake.
2: The, yeah, and, and and that's you know, there there's a reason why suicide rates among teenagers are uh, at an all time uh, high. There's like the addition it's of social media. Because you stop putting out YouTube videos. Yeah, emails. yeah. The addition of like Save social media. Save youth, Kassim. FOMO is a big thing when you see people yes. living this. Like I have somebody I follow on. Um, this is gonna be a bad example. Somebody I follow on Instagram, and they're always like in Spain or in Greece, and you know every Mikanos. photo is like she's on some sort of fucking old rock somewhere in the middle of some exotic country, and it's. Uh, Wow. It, 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 all you do when you look at something like that is go like, oh, I'm still I'm just in Culver City today. You know, like I went outside See, to I take look the at trash
1: those and I'm like, that's an awesome picture. But what was it like to get it? Like Rob was saying, like, what was yeah. it like to climb that rock? Yeah. And, and but you could argue that's that what's interesting to you. that you don't give a fuck that yeah. people are looking at you for 30 minutes being like, no. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Totally. That's like Well, it's not the realistic. Of, I don't give a fuck. It yeah. has to be high. Yeah. Also, you have to be a little egocentric.
2: I think narcissism so your, and narcissism. this is something Drew talks about a lot is is narcissism is and, and the Dunning-Kruger effect and, and it's like every we are at an all-time high where people right now think that um, they're more important than maybe they actually are with every social like Instagram We live and die by the likes and like how many hearts we get on a picture. And like if you post a picture and then for some reason and ask yourself if you didn't get a like number that like maybe you didn't get 100 likes or maybe a certain person didn't like it, it kind of bums you out. Yeah. And it's like, why does that bum me out? Why does the fact that this person didn't like this photo or I didn't hit why are they 100, not commenting? Why did they not comment? It? Like, I actually put this photo up because it's like something this person would like, and they didn't even like it or comment on it. Like these sort of things that we create in our own head. Meanwhile, the person just could not be on Instagram that day or whatever. And all of a sudden, you've you've put you've put so much um, you've invested so much of your energy into a meaningless photo that won't add to your day or take away from your day. But we get these little dopamine hits when we see that person that likes it or like, Ooh, this photo hit, like this photo hit 300, this photo hit 300 likes today, you know? And it's, and it's, uh, we're like feeding this machine that is ultimately like harming us and, We'll do that thing that we did when they had cocaine and Coca Cola. Like, we'll look back on it and be like, I can't believe we had social media. Like, I can't believe kids. I'm telling you,
1: my son, I think Bo's generation is going to grow up and be like, what the fuck is
2: this? yeah, Yeah, why are my parents like. Depressed, yes. and why are they all on drugs? Yes. You know, it, there, there's there's gonna be some fallout that we don't necessarily 100%. understand. Now.
0: Well, you know, I, I never like com- I don't have social media, and I never comment on uh, YouTube videos. And I remember there was one time I watched a YouTube video, and I just I left a comics I thought it was a funny joke. And like I know ne- I had probably left three in my whole life now, maybe like eight or something. And I left, I wrote the joke, and like I shut it down. I went to bed, whatever. And I looked like. The next day when I opened my laptop and it was like notification and it was like all these people said stuff. And then I it had it was a number one comment and had like thousands of likes and shit. And I was like, oh, I get why people who have no friends. Right. Might.
1: You feel connected. Th- yeah. This might
0: get you go Because like right. I woke up thinking like, oh, OK, it was like any other day, whatever, open my thing. And it was like, oh, like thousands of people are talking about this comment you made. And then I was like, oh, OK, like I was like that made me go. I'm never leaving a comment ever again because I just don't. Like I don't yeah. want that to. It didn't matter to me, but I don't want it to start to to yeah. matter. But uh,
1: I was listening to uh, Justin Long's podcast today, and I was listening to his episode with Jonah Hill. Oh, cool! And Jonah was saying that uh, when his movie The Mid Nineties came out,
2: yeah, it's a great movie.
1: He so obsessively was checking the Rotten Tomato score and like what people were saying that that. Was the end of his like social media, like online presence, oh. because he was like, I saw what it, it. It didn't become about the people I met on the film, the experiences I had, the joy it gave me, all that stuff. It just yeah. came about, became about that number, and it took away everything. Yeah, and he, incredibly so, like had the self reflection to just be like peace like this is doing yeah. bad shit to me that ties Great. in
2: exactly to what we were talking about with YouTube earlier in the uh yeah. in the emails was it it after a while becomes about how many views can i get on this video what can i do in this video that will like increase the you know it's spreading going viral and doing things like that as opposed to like did I want to make this video? Did I enjoy making this video? Were the people that I made this video, like, did I have a good time making it? It became less about that, and then it became more about, like, if this video doesn't hit a million views, and I just I just paid a camera guy, an editor, and I, and I you know, rented a prop, and, like, I won't make my money back, and it's like, you start worrying about all these things that really shouldn't matter, but mm-hmm. all of a sudden do. And, right. And... Then it becomes it becomes work, and then it goes against everything that you wanted to do it for in the mm-hmm. first place. Which is because you're like, oh, I'm being creative, and
0: but that's the thing. It's like sitting here with Dr. Drew, uh, like you said, you came back in. You're like, man, that was great. And it's like, if that got no views on YouTube, people would be like, oh, that was unsuccessful. We're like, would for that us, we're like
1: from our experience, we're like, right. well, that right. that
0: was great. Yeah, like, you know, so people can people can people can uh, you know, it's pro- and, and that's the thing. It's like I look at this. I'm like this is my favorite thing right now. Like I love doing this and like it's not super successful, but in my head I'm like, man, I'm I'm just really happy doing it.
1: I think that's why I have a very hard time and I've gotten tr- trouble before with like projects I've been a part of of promoting. Mm. It's not that I'm not proud of it, but it's like I loved what I got to do and I love the people I met and the thing I did. Like, I don't want to put it out there for judgment or like, I don't want to, I don't care about anyone's opinion. Maybe it's because, I mean, other than Sopranos, like I haven't been a part of anything that was like of critical acclaim. So I'm just used to like people not giving a shit about what I do. But like, I don't know. It's very hard. Even when I'm on a movie set, I'm not one to be like, like in my trailer, you know, because it's not that I'm not proud of it and, like, wanting to celebrate, but I don't know. It's just, like, it's just not part of why I'm, it's not why I'm doing this. Right.
0: But also, if you're really in the moment and really enjoying it, are you thinking, like, hey, I better tell everyone?
1: No, but or, I don't know. Like, maybe if I am in, like, Transformer 6, I'm going to want to post dope shit for I know a set, couple, you know? yeah.
2: Castle yeah. Michael Bay's my boy. I'll get you Give in there.
1: Give him a call, man. What's he like?
2: Um, <laughs> That's uh, a whole other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> i don't think i can
1: say Is it. Is this time up or do we have more more What's you can do one on? more
2: i think we got it like 10 minutes okay
1: hi jamie robin kassam love this podcast you guys have the best stories i first watched the sopranos when i was 11 years old oh whoa whoa wow. and many many times since it's no such wonder you an incredible like my series and although rob and jamie always downplay their talent i think they portrayed their characters perfectly and will forever be my favorite brother sister duo Oh, me Lee. Now I'm 20 years old and still always put on The Sopranos as comfort when I'm anxious. Got a question for Rob. What are the ups and downs of playing poker for a living? What made you stop doing it? Thank you. Ava.
0: Uh, the ups, I mean, the greatest thing in the world to me is uh, not working for someone. And I think I started, it really helped me realize that when... Uh, I started taking Ubers and I would talk to these Uber drivers. And it's like I took taxis in New York City my whole life. Very rarely did I ever have a conversation with them. But when I would take Ubers, I'd find myself talking to these guys and they were like super just happy and like upbeat, especially compared to cab drivers in New York. And you're like, what the – so I started asking them and they said the reason why – they're happy and they feel good is because they're like they make their own schedule i make my own schedule so i wake up I, I take my kid to school i go i grab something to eat there's no like oh my god am i four o'clock? what if i'm late yeah mm-hmm. so they go and then they're like okay i work from you know 10 a.m until 2 30 then i clock out i go pick up my kid from school i take them home i feed them did my wife comes home sometimes i go out for three more hours sometimes i don't sometimes and it's like that's what i loved about poker it was like I can, if I wanted to go play for fucking 16 hours straight, I could. If I wanted to not play that day, I could. And also, when you're doing bad, there's nobody who you're like, oh, my God, I have to go see the boss. He's going to tell me I'm doing bad. It's like, you have to figure it out. So it's like, okay, what am I doing? Am I not as focused at like the table?
1: Responsibility.
0: Yeah, so it's like, am I not as focused at the table? Have I not been practicing? Is Because it, it can just be bad luck, too. Sometimes, is it bad luck? And it's like going home, figuring that out. And sometimes I would go home and watch, you know, eight hours of fucking poker wow. videos and just tra- and it was because I love to do it. It wasn't because I was like, oh, I have to go do this. And it was just, uh, yeah, it was something I love. The bad part, the reason I stopped, uh, like I feel like I'll always do it as far as like it's something I do. I enjoy it. It's fun. But uh, sitting at a table with, uh, sh- you know, eight strangers for 12 hours a day just became really tough. Once my mind cleared up and I was sober and I wasn't taking pills and I wasn't taking anything, just sitting there and kind of like feeling stuck in a certain situation, or when you hear people at a table who are talking about things that maybe start to get under your skin after four or five hours of sitting there here, and you're just, and there were times where I was just like, what the fuck am I doing here? And I would just be, there were a lot of times where I was fucking miserable. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and it seemed to really throw off your like, clock you know because you'd be very much you'd be up all night and then like for the next two days you know you you just were trying to work back into a regular sleep cycle yeah Yeah.
0: because if you you found out like hey there's this good game over here and you went at nine o'clock at night all of a sudden the next thing you know it's the next day at noon and like you're still playing and things are going and you have no idea because at whether it's at a private game or at these casinos there's no like windows you don't know what time it is there's no clocks there's no anything
2: also at times can be Pretty unsafe coming yeah. home with money and like cash or just like late weird hours. I mean, did you ever get into some like weird, like sort of sketchy situations?
0: Uh, I've been at places that have been held up when I wasn't there, and there was one time where I was there so and scary. the cops came
2: uh-huh.
0: and uh, to an
2: illegal illegal yeah like uh, well
0: it was this is back in new york before poker really blew up and uh there was a place that had like 10 tables and people would just play there all night Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it was one of it was one of those like all of a sudden the fucking
2: so what happens when the cops come do you do you lose all your money
0: so there's there's actually a lot of different stuff that could happen it depends on the place some places are so successful that they're like yeah no we'll 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 pay you back and then there's other you know i don't want to say what state i was in where i was anything like that (laughs) but I have been in a illegal poker place, seen police officers walk in, have a couple, have a little chat, and walk out. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, and I'm not saying where, it might not have even have been in uh, America, but it was. <laughs> 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 but I'm just saying, I you know, so you, you've seen all of it. You know, I've yeah. seen, I, I know people who fucking have gotten shot with, you know, $200 in oh front of them. I know, Davis. you know, you hear all the stories, but. Uh,
2: yeah. It's, it's tough, man. Yeah. It's a but tough it's, it's, way to live. It's, I would
0: say, 99 percent it's it's very safe you know and and people who would say well how do you make poker safer is is don't play in those legal games because that's where shit you know happens and goes wrong as far as you're in a casino what's really crazy is so the bellagio in vegas is one of like the biggest casinos uh in the world and they have this side entrance which is usually for poker players and we all go in there and some dude uh Came, one, one dude robbed it, however I forget, but another dude came in on a motorcycle, the motorcycle helmet, left the motorcycle helmet on, walked in, walked right to the cage. He's like, I have a gun. Give me all the money. They give him all the money. He goes outside, back on the uh,
2: motorcycle, gone. That was a rough draft of Ocean's Eleven. I am shocked yeah.
1: that a casino like the Bellagio... That that could happen
0: It's crazy You don't understand Because what happens is like
1: Aren't there a hundred guards Like waiting to come out With There's While
0: I was living in Vegas Some guy went in to rob The casino Robbed it Was on the way out of the casino The, the fucking cops You could see the video of it It's sick They're standing outside the casino They get the call Hey he's wearing a blue shirt They look He's right there the guy fucking pulls out a gun, they start shooting at each other in at the Bellagio, like in the parking uh
1: But that's what I mean. How the main entrance got yeah. get out. Listen,
0: shit just shit just happens. You know, like sometimes people say, Well, maybe mm-hmm. it's an inside job. Maybe somebody's saying, Hey, if you come at exactly fucking eleven yeah. forty tonight, I'll make sure that you'll have a hundred and fucking twenty seconds to get away.
2: How much of Vegas is still mobbed up? Like a percentage. Hmm. I don't
0: know. I know that uh, supposedly when Uber tried to, because I was there and Uber got into Vegas, and then like three months later, gone. Yeah. You just open the app and there's no Ubers, Why? and it was like, well. Kasim, I mean the unions. them and... just yeah, it was, uh-huh, oh, yeah. I mean the, they I built
2: they built it, they the mob. I mean if the Irish doesn't the Irishman uh, deal with this uh, Vegas no or what what Scorsese movie Casino 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 sorry all of it. Uh, yeah. Casino is pretty much you know gives you a little bit of the the story about how the mob just kind of built a city in the middle of the desert and financed all these casinos and like took a big you know are getting paid but they tried to essentially were like money laundering through this very lucrative business of of casinos um and there's that just doesn't go away you know yeah there's i wouldn't be surprised if there's like you know I don't know. I, Kickbacks. Uh, I don't want to oh, get shot. He's timing
1: me. Is he? Yeah. Should, should you should pick, pick up? up? Yeah.
2: Bo, you're ruining my theory about women only like to face Hi, Bo.
1: Hey, Bo. What's the matter? I have a really bad bruise. You have a bad bruise? What happened?
0: Oh, oh that's sad.
1: Okay, buddy. I'm going to come home soon, okay? I'll be home soon.
0: I'll play hockey with you. I'll play hockey with you when I come over, okay?
2: Okay. Uh, also, hey.
0: You want to say hi to Kassel? No, hi, Bo.
2: Oh, I wouldn't. Hi, buddy. Hi. Uh, he's not, he's not I stoked. Know. I'm All sorry, right. baby.
1: Sorry you're you. feeling bad.
2: Uh,
0: so I'll, I'll tell you right now, I watched Don't Fuck With Cats because you told me to. Yes!
1: wait wait no we can we no we this needs a much I know. Yeah, more yeah we're about done we're doing, that, we have, we we're have doing an hour. that next week Fuck, don't fuck with cats we I gotta, need like so much time to talk to you let's about. talk
2: about that next week okay Uh I do want to thank uh, you guys for sending us emails yes. askpajamapants yes. at gmail.com
1: we're getting to the point where we're not getting through I know all it's of that. great I love it
2: yeah. and um, our Instagram just broke a thousand whoop,
1: followers it's
2: yeah. great uh, subscribe I to our YouTube channel peanut
1: butter cups in celebration yeah a you're gonna have those
2: either way. I'm pretty sure one for every follower. Hey, subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, if you're watching right now, and you you know like it, share it with a friend, and that's how we grow. And we're very we're growing slowly, but we're growing. And I we're think that's what's it. important. He is
0: so horny today. I'm
2: so oh horny, guys. you guys. Um, yeah, we'll see you in the uh, next episode. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys.
1: Bye.